We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It's June 17th. It's 2021. You're here to talk about the eight game baseball slate for today. Riding solo today. Uh, my boy Will had something come up and I fell asleep. So we're actually recording Thursday morning. So I know a lot of you like this night before. It's always my intention. And, um, you know, sometimes old age and life catches up to you, right? So going to talk about this eight-game slate. It sets up as a pretty interesting slate. You know, we have some pitchers at the top that are solid in tough matchups. You know, Woodruff and Coors, Seas against Houston, Rich Hill, and then Musgrove against Cincy. So I think this is going to be a day that we're going to see massive ownership on Otani pitching against Detroit. And then the second pitcher, I think, is just going to kind of be a mix of who people can kind of fit in there. So keep that in mind as we're going here. 
you know, we do have Matt Matting um, making his debut here as well, going up against the Angels. So, fun slate. Hopefully, everyone had a good slate Wednesday. My Giants stacks saved me from getting crushed. So, we'll see how today's slate kind of shakes out. So, we start here with New York at Toronto. Michael King against TJ Zuch. Um, this game currently sitting at a 10.5 total. Yankees a 127 favorite in this one. Let's start here with Michael King. You know, high XFIP guy. Strikeout rate is kind of average. Has really struggled with lefties. Righties, he's done a better job of limiting power and fly balls. So, I don't see myself using him in this spot. It's a really tough lineup going up against Toronto. I think this is, you know, one of those teams that you can definitely stack on the slate. Again, the average strikeout rate is what what kind of scares me for him, especially just looking at this lineup. You got to be able to overpower this Toronto lineup, and I just don't see him being able to do it. TJ Zuch on the other side of this game. I mean, this is setting up to potentially be like a bullpen game. You know, I know he's supposed to start, and I don't know how deep he'll really go here. His walk rate is higher than his strikeout rate. He has a really high XFIP. He gives up a ton of hard contact and a ton of power to righties and lefties. So this is a game that should have a lot of scoring, not playing either one of these pitchers. So uh, looking at the bats here, for the Yankees, I mean, Stanton and Judge are expensive. I think this is definitely a stack you want to look at on this slate. They have a ton of upside, especially if you're going to get an early Toronto bullpen. So, I mean, Stanton, Judge, obviously two of the best. Uh, Odor, if you want to save some money. Ursula, Torres, all these guys are interesting. I know DJ LeMahieu. Is having a rough year, but I mean, even at 4,500 at second base, um, he's been hitting the ball a lot better here recently. So really like the Yankees. I think this is a great spot um, to target them in this matchup. On the Toronto side, I mean, I like Toronto a lot too. I think they have a ton of upside here. I just, the problem with stacking against the Yankees is if you get the good part of the bullpen, you know, you potentially lose a few innings at the end of this game. So I think if you're stacking Toronto, you're hoping for a lot of runs early. You know, you got to pay up for Vlad and Bichette. Tiasker, I like his price. I like Richard's price. Uh, Biggio is another guy that's pretty cheap here. So definitely don't mind the Toronto stack. Uh, again, this is one of those games that I expect a lot of runs and going to be looking at a lot of bats in this one. So. Moving on, we got the Chicago Cubs, New York Mets, Kyle Hendricks against Marcus Stroman. This game has a seven total, and the Mets are a 132 favorite here. Cubs are struggling. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, I think, was perfect through three innings before he left the game yesterday, uh, and he was just absolutely dealing. It looked, it was looking like it was going to be a monster 40 to 50 fantasy point night for DeGrom. Hopefully he's okay. 
Uh, Kyle Hendricks here. I mean, he's 8,800. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. I don't think this is the worst spot to target Kyle Hendricks. He's a little bit higher strikeout rate against lefties than he does righties. He doesn't walk people. The ballpark is good in New York. I mean, I don't hate Kyle Hendricks. I wish he was a little bit cheaper, but looking for sp2s i'm i'm like i'm telling otani is like sp1 today and he's going to be super popular in tournaments to pivot off of him is going to be tough because of the pitching options that we have on this slate so i'm considering a lot of these guys like sp2 and maybe just eating the chalk on otani on the other side we got marcus stroman he's a favorite here he generates a ton of ground balls he doesn't give up a ton of power. We'll have to kind of see if Chris Bryant is going to be in the lineup or not. Still um, dealing with that hand issue after getting hit in the hand. So if he's out of the lineup, I mean, there's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. There's a lot of power in this lineup, but they don't hit a ton of fly balls outside of Jock Peterson. This is not a team that hits a ton of fly balls. So I think Stroman very much in play here at 8,600. I think this is a spot that he could have a really solid outing. He's been pitching great here recently. Hopefully he could keep it rolling in this spot and give us a 20 point outing um, at 8,600. As far as the Cubs bats go, like I mentioned, I like Jock Peterson. He's a big fly ball guy. Uh, He would be like my favorite here from this team. Rizzo, he kind of profiles really well. So I don't mind Rizzo, but outside of that, I mean, I just don't love the Cubs in this spot. And, I, and like the other side of this game, I don't love the Mets, you know, Kyle Hendricks, not a guy that typically going to get blown up. So if I'm playing the Mets, I mean, Pete Alonso is always in play, always in play. Um, McKinney, if he bats in that like fifth or sixth spot, he's really cheap at 2,800. So he would be somebody that I wouldn't mind playing here. He's shown in a small sample size, good power numbers, um, good fly ball numbers. So he would be somebody that I definitely don't mind taking a shot. So if you want to do like a three-man, maybe you go Dom Smith, Pete Alonzo, McKinney. And that even makes your three-man Mets stack different because I think a lot of people would play Lindor in their Mets stack. All right, moving on. We got... The Cardinals and Braves, John Gant, Charlie Morton, nine total. Braves, a 194 favorite in this game. Uh, John Gant, low strikeout guy, high walk rate guy, a lot of hard contact, struggles with command. I think this is a tough matchup for him going up against Atlanta. I'm going to pass on him. 5.5 XFIP, 18.8% strikeout rate and 15% walk rate since the start of last season. Just the numbers don't add up to playing the Braves here as a massive dog. On the other side of this game, you got Charlie Morton. And I think Charlie Morton is very good in this spot. He's very good against righties. The good bats in this lineup are right-handed and heavy. Charlie Morton 7,200, which kind of fixes that problem of who we're going to play and, you know, save some money on. So, He's in play. He's coming off of his worst start um, going up against the Marlins. Little concerned about the sticky stuff, but, I mean, at this point, he's just 7,200. I'm willing to take a chance. So, as far as the Cardinals' bats go, 
I don't even know. Like Edmonds banged up, so we don't know who's going to potentially bat leadoff. He's one of the low strikeout guys. Nolan Arenado is so expensive. I think if you're playing Cardinals, you're probably going down to like Goldschmidt, O'Neill, and Molina just because of their price. De Jong, just because of their prices. Carlson, if he bats leadoff for second, he's 3,200. So I think if you're looking at the Cardinals, you're looking to gain leverage on the field on Morton, and you're just trying to save some salary with some of these bats. As far as Atlanta, I think they're one of the top stacks. I think you definitely, you know, we talked about Toronto and New York. We're trying to pivot a little bit off of cores that's coming up, but I think that Atlanta is a stack that can win you the slate. So really like Atlanta. Freeman Acuna, they're expensive. Riley's kind of expensive, but Albies, Contreras, Swanson, um, these guys have good price tags. So really like Atlanta. They're definitely a stack that I'm going to be rolling out there on this slate. We got the White Sox and the Astros facing off here. Um, C's against your Kite. Nine total. Astros a 132 favorite in this game. Starting here with Dylan C's. I mean, he's 9,500. And it's not like he's been pitching bad. He, he's, he pitched good against Detroit a couple times. He's had a good game against Baltimore recently. He has a really tough matchup here going up against Houston. And here's the thing on Dylan Seas. If you look at his 2020 numbers, not good. You look at his 2021 numbers, fantastic. 29.7% strikeout rate, 29.5% or more to both lefties and righties this season. He's done a great job limiting power. I think he's going to be one of the lowest owned pitchers on the slate because of price and matchup. So, I mean, I don't hate taking a shot on Dylan C's here for tournaments, hoping that like maybe Bregman is not in the lineup and you know, Tucker's not in the lineup and you get a little bit weaker Houston lineup. So don't hate it for tournaments. I don't love it. I don't think he's safe by any means, just so you know, like uh, it's more of an ownership this guy has some strikeout ability type play. And then for your Kaidi, this guy really struggles against righties. You look at this lineup, Mercedes, Abreu, Anderson. There's a lot of righties in this lineup that can get to your Kaidi. I mean, he's a guy that can definitely put up 20 plus under 8K. So I don't mind taking a shot on him in tournaments, but I mean, He's not somebody that I would play like 20% of in tournaments if I was playing 150 teams. So, And I'm more than likely on like a three-entry max today, not going to play your kite. Um, Bats in this game, the White Sox bats. I mean, I definitely like the, the three-man of Anderson, Mercedes, and Abreu. I think it's... Very much in play. They're all under 5K. Tim Anderson at 4,600. He, he stands out a ton. Mercedes, I hate paying up for catcher. But even at 4,400, I think he's a fantastic play. So that three-man stack is is something I'd look at here. And 
I will say if Brian Goodwin, he's not like a big home run guy, but if he's batting in that like two spot and you're going to three man, you could four man it with Brian Goodwin at 2,900 and just use the, the salary savings on him. But again, he's not a big power guy. So you're kind of hoping for multiple hits, get on base, score some runs. And um, yeah, that's always possible, especially against your kite. As far as the Houston bats, they're a stacker. Stay away from me. You're just kind of hoping Dylan Cease has a rough night. Altuve, Correa, Gariel, Alvarez. Um, talked about McCormick yesterday. Played him in my main lineup um, as a, you know, somebody that was just cheap. <laughs> what a game! I mean, have a game, McCormick. Uh, we talked about him yesterday as as far as like just hitting the ball well, and it's always nice when like those cheap bats kind of work out. So works for me. Milwaukee at Colorado. We got cores on the slate. We got Woodruff. We got Marquez. We got a 10 and a half total with the Brewers, a 155 favorite in this game. Brandon Woodruff, 10 2 going into cores. I mean, this guy's good. He's really good. And he is somebody that I definitely could see myself using biggest concern with Brandon Woodruff is he throws a sinker and it's not going to move a lot in course. So I worry about that. I like the price or, I mean, I, I like, I, I like the matchup, not the price. The price is 10, two in cores is the scary part. Um, he looked rough. He didn't look great in his last start either against Pittsburgh. And I'm definitely a little concerned. Um, like Brandon Woodruff, one of those guys that I'm certainly concerned about all this sticky stuff and spin rates and stuff. Um, I mean, this lineup is not great. I know this game's in cores. If you end up on Brandon Woodruff, I'm definitely not going to talk you off of it. Again, I think Otani, SP1 on this slate, especially in cash games. Herman Marquez on the other side. I mean, Milwaukee is not a good lineup. And Marquez, if this game was in Milwaukee, I'd be playing both these pitchers. But with this game in cores, I'm going to pass. 5,500 is super interesting, though. I know he got rocked by Cincinnati last time out, but, I mean, this price tag is fun. It makes you really consider him this is a guy with over 20 fantasy points in four of his last five games and he just got rocked by the reds absolutely rocked so i uh, man i don't hate it I, I really don't um as far as milwaukee bats obviously yelich um navarez at 4300 vogelbach <sighs> Yeah, I mean, this lineup's not great. If you want to play Adamus at 4,200 in cores, I don't hate that either. But, I mean, the more I think about it, the more I think Marquez is not the worst option on this slate. As far as the Rockies go, I mean, you just hope the sinker's not working. McMahon, Blackman, Story, Tapia. You know, they're 
kind of semi-priced like they're in cores, but they're definitely priced or like they're in a tough matchup. CJ Crone would probably be my favorite at 4,400. He's just so cheap, and he's a guy that always has a ton of upside. So CJ Crone, I like the price tag a lot on him. Cincinnati at San Diego, Wade Miley, Joe Musgrove facing off in this one. This game has an eight total. Padres, a 179 favorite. This game opened at seven and it's moved a whole run already for what it's worth. Uh, Wade Miley. Wade Miley is a really solid real life pitcher. He's not a big strikeout guy. He's good at limiting power, generating ground balls, going to face a really tough Padres lineup here. I mean, I could see him pitching well here, but again, 8K, I don't really, I don't love it. I could definitely see why you would take shots on Wade Miley here, but I'm probably not going to against this lineup. Joe Musgrove on the other side, he's 8,900. He is another guy that I'm a little concerned about, like the sticky spin rate stuff. This lineup's really good. But he has upside. This guy has big-time upside, 33.6% strikeout rate, 33% to both sides since the start of last season. I definitely want to have Joe Musgrove in my player pool in this one. But just know, like, this is a tough lineup. Winker, Castellanos, Nyquin, Vado, Suarez. This is a tough lineup. So it could go either way. Um if I'm not playing Musgrove or if I want to hedge, I definitely think the red stack is in play. These prices on the reds are very juicy if they were able to have a big game here. So I like Musgrove. I'm probably going to make a Musgrove team and I might stack a red, like a hedge stack, red stack, hedge stack, red stack. Oh, Padres. I mean, the righties, Machado, Tatis, Myers, Fam. If you're going to stack those guys, I don't mind taking shots on Gresham and Hosmer. Only problem is like Hosmer is like super expensive for a lefty lefty. So maybe Gresham at 4,200. Will Myers is 3,800. So you get kind of a savings there. But the rest of the stack is actually pretty expensive. So, you know, Machado 51, Fam 51, um, Tatis 6K. Tatis, one of the hottest hitters in baseball right now, just absolutely crushing the ball home runs in four of his last five games. Um, so yeah, definitely like Tatis in the spot. He's just, he's expensive. So, I mean, if you are like me and you're using Otani as your SP one and just kind of looking for an option in that mid range, then yeah. All right, let's talk about it. We got Detroit going into LA taking on the angels. This game has an eight and a half total. The Angels are a 217 favorite in this one. Big favorite here for the Angels. Um, Otani going up against Matt Madding. Um, Matt Madding's 4,700 going up against the Angels lineup. I mean, his strikeout rate in AAA this season is decent at 25%, 11%. Swingy strike rate, averaging over a strikeout per inning. My concern with him is really high whip. Gives up a lot of home runs. 
in AAA. So what's he going to do in the bigs here against this lineup? Um, I'm probably not going to play him. The home runs concern me. The Angels ballpark is a much better home run park than people think. So, yeah, definitely probably going to stay away here. As far as Otani, uh, top play on the slate. And, you know, I've said it multiple times already. He's 8,100. He's a good strikeout pitcher against a team that strikes out a, a very high clip that doesn't walk very much. So I think Otani is the guy you're playing today as an SP1. Detroit, I have zero interest in Detroit bats. I think if you want to stack them as a head stack and gain leverage, sure. But I think that's the only way that you could play them against Otani here. He does walk people. So, I mean, like, it makes a lot of sense to take some shots on them. But, I mean, overall, you're probably not going to feel good about it anyway. Uh, the Angels, I like the Angels a lot here. They're cheap. They're cheap against the guy who gives up a lot of home runs in AAA. Upton, Stassi, Walsh. Um, probably like a three-man stack because you don't get Otani as far as like the bats go. So uh, I definitely like this spot. You know, Stassi, 4K at catcher, but he's been hitting the ball really well. Um, so I like him a lot in this spot. I don't even know who else I would really add to my angel stack maybe like taylor ward at his price point i think you could maybe if you want to do like a four man with him um i don't hate that idea just to try to save some money a little bit if you're trying to get like a big big time like stack with them so keen wong is another guy you could potentially play here if you wanted to just save money at 2k but i don't i don't think you're if you're you're saving money at pitcher today i really don't think that you're it's going to be necessary to have to save a ton of money today at hitters so I like the angel stack you know whether you do a three-man four-man five-man i like the angel stack here we finish it out with tampa bay at seattle rich hill justin dunn this game has an eight and a half total. Tampa is a 177 favorite in this one. Starting here with Rich Hill. I think Rich Hill is somebody, like, if you're going to pay up in this game, I think he's probably the guy that you pair up with Otani. And you don't feel good about it. You know, you don't feel good about it. But I feel like even at 9,200, you know, the pitch count is obviously the biggest concern for me with Rich Hill. But he threw 70 pitches last time out. He didn't have a great game last time out, but he the pitch count went up a little bit, which is, is good. So maybe we're looking at 75 to 80 pitches here. I don't know if we'll see him in the 90 pitches again this season for what it's worth. But, I mean, the strikeout upside is, is very high here. Hanniger is back in the lineup. That's a little scary, but... Rich Hill is elite against lefties. So if they leave Crawford and Seager and Fraley in the lineup and even Bowers at the bottom, really bump, really high bump for him. And then like the righties in this lineup, they strike out at a high clip. So I think Rich Hill, um, again, like if you're going to pay up for somebody to pair with Otani, it never feels good playing Rich Hill, but I do. I, I like the spot. 
Justin Dunn on the other side, I mean, he's a guy that has some strikeout upside. He's a guy that walks a lot of people. I don't love this spot for him. I could see why you would take shots on him at 6,700 because of the strikeouts in this lineup and because of his strikeouts. My my only concern is, like, when I was talking with Otani, is Detroit doesn't walk a lot. Well, Tampa walks a lot. Lau, Choi, Meadows, Walls, Phillips, all these guys have walk rates over 10%. So, I mean, I probably don't end up playing Justin Dunn here. But the strikeouts are definitely there. As far as the Tampa bats go, again, I think Tampa is another team that you can look at on this slate. The pricing on some of the guys is expensive, but if you're saving some money at pitcher, you could definitely take a shot on some of these Tampa bats. Meadows would be my favorite. Troy back, he's a guy that, you know, makes the three-man stack or four, even four-man stack. Much more playable here, Lau or Rosarina, Choi, Meadows. But, yeah, I, I really like this spot um, for Meadows. I think this is a great spot for him. As far as the Seattle bats go, I mean, Hanniger as a one-off, more as a one-off, Murphy as a one-off. I don't think I stacked Seattle here. Tampa bullpen's really good. If Richill's not pitching great, um you know, you're going to get that bullpen. So even if he pitches well, if he throws five good innings, then you're getting the bullpen. So I don't love Seattle. I don't mind one-offs, but I don't, you know, they're, they're obviously not a team that I'm going out of my way to target here. Morning grind game under 8K to get six or more strikeouts on this slate. Um, I'm going to go Charlie Morton. Again, I, I think he's in a good spot against Atlanta. Should be able to limit the big power bats in that lineup, and um, we'll see what happens. Over 8K to score under 15, my bust of the day. I'm going to go Dylan C's. Again, I could see it going either way. And if you're playing 150 teams, I would definitely get exposure to him. But I'm going to go Dylan C's. Over 4K to hit a home run, not in cores. Uh, give me Jared Walsh. This guy gave up a lot of home runs in AAA. So I'm going to take Jared Jared Walsh on this one. Under 4K to get two hits. I forgot to write this one down as I was going. So we're going to do this one live. I can't. Oh, give me. Give me. Um, God, he's so ice cold. I was going to say give me Gritchick, but he is so ice cold right now um man i don't think i could take him um i'm stalling all right which give me odor i'll take a yankees bat and he's one of the only ones that's cheap enough to take so give me odor um stack to score six or more runs today i'm going yankees i again i I love this spot for the yankees i'm going yankees any bets standing out to me um i i don't mind the under in course right now I, i think the under in course 
is kind of juicy in this one. Um, yeah. Otani. I, I pulled up Otani's. That's what I was doing really quick. I was pulling up Otani's like uh, strikeout um, K prop. It's seven and a half. Seven and a half. Um, and honestly, that's probably spot on. Um, so I don't see an edge in the over under that one, but that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow. I think tomorrow we got, um, cheese is good. So be me and cheese tomorrow. If you guys have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. That's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone has an awesome Thursday. Good luck in your contest. We'll see you again on Friday.